0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, I'd like to say that the last day of Magic Round was a pretty positive day overall. Scores were pretty good from the majority of our players. I was very unhappy with the update that just happened. I lost about 20 ranks, but we'll get to that player. You know who it is. You know who annoys me each and every week in the update that I'm talking about, but... The Cowboys, my prediction that, you know, watch the Cowboys win by like 20, they're up 20 nil for the majority of this game and end up 20 to six victors. And you know, they're gonna make a, a pushback for the, the eight if they can continue playing like that. And the Roosters are just in absolute disarray at the moment. And the Tigers won two games in a row, Dragons. Could be very interesting what happens with Griffin either this week or the next few weeks if they continue to lose. It felt like a bit of a last ditch effort to change up the team. and and hopefully get a win, and they continue to lose by two, four, and six each and every week. So yeah, very, very interesting times across these uh, few games, and and the Eels just tend to keep losing these type of games. So that's a general summary of the Sunday ones. It was a great day of sport. Unfortunately, my Warriors lost in the morning, but then had the three games of footy, and a terrific last game for, for my player anyway. But let's go to the Tigers and the Dragons. Let's kick this off with Jack DeBellin just being absolute superstar at the moment. The last few weeks I picked him up, very, very lucky that you know, timing wise, I grabbed him at the right time. The last guy in there, Dylan Brown in that last one was close to the correct timing on that one. But uh, yeah, DeBellin, amazing work for him, 74 minutes. Kind of spoke about during the week that that sort of eight a number on his back, wasn't gonna make too much of a difference. He actually ran for less meters in this one than he had been, but tackles were up at 53, he missed three. But yeah, one offload there, did have the try assist line break assist as well. Uh, for Sullivan, I believe in that one, which you know, worked out great and 72 points for him. If you, arm, if you have missed out on him, he's priced obviously around that sort of 52 at the moment, which with the scores that he's putting up, he's uh, he does have a low break even, he would continue to go up. And I think that he, this is kind of his role. Unless he happens to get a niggle or he gets some type of injury, then this will be his role going forward. The only thing I think that stops this is if Griffin changes things or if he gets sacked and, and they change things up completely. That's the only thing I think stopping him at the moment. Let's talk about Sullivan because I, I kind of mentioned him that you know with that potential change that Ben Hunt was gonna, you know going to play some nine, Sullivan might play either the eighty or yeah, come on and play fifty six like he did with Hunt moving to nine and obviously that worked out great for Sullivan. He was absolutely electric out there in this one with two tries, uh, two line breaks, and obviously kicked a couple of goals as well. So sneakily important for this side and, and he looked like he provided a fair bit of spark. You know the spark that they're usually hoping. That Ben Hunt provides, or that Sloane provides, and obviously Sloane did not perform well at all. And if you own him, ugh, yuck! It's very, very sad because you would expect that this to be a bounce back game for Sloane, and it wasn't to be. But Sullivan definitely should be on the radars, guys. If he does happen to get named in the seven position, I think he's a buy. If he isn't and continues to get named on the interchange, it's very hard to select him because he could come out and get twenty five or a twenty or a fifteen or something like that if he doesn't score tries and you know dominate and against you know better sides, even though the Tigers beat them. There are better sides than the Tigers at the moment, that's for sure. But yeah, let's talk about Twali. The next at 54, and he continues to hit those marks at the moment. He's up 22K on that. So you can see obviously the swings and roundabouts. He's down 33K on the year because of some of the low minute games, and he's been very consistent of recent time. Jaden is an interesting one as well. He's up 21K this week. Price, you know, in the low 40s there, low to mid 40s, and is providing 50 plus every game at the moment. So to get a try assist in this one, to get two offloads, four tackle breaks. And he did look really strong on that rider. So they definitely welcomed him back. There's obviously a few guys in this team that are doing really well and, and a bunch of others that just aren't performing. And yeah, Tsua is one of those good guys, obviously with a nice score there as well. Isaiah Papali, another 34K down guy. So he's getting closer to that 50 odd average. Isn't performing to you know his standards of the last few years. So he's an interesting one to look at as, as someone potentially to pick up in like round 14, but it's also, ugh, is he actually gonna hit that mid 50s to high to to 60s kind of average there. Something to think about anyway. If you picked up Wakeham Wakeham in the last few weeks, you got a nice 34K of rises here, but yeah, not many do. Jackie Bird, so 54 minutes for him, not super good, but what I really liked was his effort out there. 45 tackles in this one in 54 minutes is amazing. Not as good as McInnes, but for someone like Bird, it's exactly what you wanna see. 100 meters and three tackle breaks and negatives were not crazy in this one. He's down to negative 11, which is kind of a low game for him, which is funny. But uh, yeah, no offloads in this one. Very limited on the tackle break, so you completely take that from a center. He's a must-have, guys. Everyone needs to have him in their side. And there'll be another game or so where he gets that high 60s, 70s with the crab walks and yeah, should probably get a try himself, which hasn't really happened too much. And he's got one one on the edge, maybe, and has set up a couple. So yeah, birdie, a must-have. Along with Buller, how good was he? Another try-saver in this one, turnover tackle, try-saver at the end of this game. And for him to be... Ready for that? I don't know why they didn't just. Who was it? Sully. Should he was one on one with Buller. I said he really should have just gone over the top of him or tried to anyway. And they would end up going and passing it out, which helped Buller in the end. to get the extra nine points. I did end up changing my tip once I found out Bateman was out. I changed my tip from Tigers to Dragons. So you know my tipping brain was like, yes, get over uh, Sully there. And then my uh, fantasy brain went, oh yes, Buller nine points, beautiful or well, ten in the end with the tackle. So. Well, it was great, guys, uh, to have one try assist there. Just very silky hands, great under the high ball. It was one of those ones uh, early in the game where whoever it was was in his way and he kind of just but like, leant into him a little bit and still caught the ball. So, impressive, guys, I'm really happy with him and good, a great pickup for the Tigers anyway there for sure. Uh, not a lot to talk on from here onwards. Laurie with the 43 was okay. You've got Josh Kerr playing some decent minutes and scoring well. And you've got uh, Ravalao, who's had a really good year, guys. Up 27K again and 126 for the season. Benny Hunt, so switching between seven and nine wasn't great in the end because he ended up missing 10 tackles and kind of back to the, the missed tackle numbers that he was getting when he played in the seven position. So very strange and he didn't really kick a lot out of dummy half either. So it was just a weird game for him and yeah, probably good practice for him coming into origin anyway, but didn't work out if you're one of those guys that owns him it's uh, obviously one of those low games which we are expecting you know hunt is scoring a lot better than he usually does to be honest with you in terms of consistency Stefano, we've been talking about guys getting him out of your side he's done for cash cow well, cash, cash reasons anyway. Goodbye. ended up playing big minutes, guys. 69 in this one, got the start with Bateman going down with the hamstring, and he's probably the guy that will continue to play that role. Happy Korosau, he's one of those guys that we do speak about who does have these type of games in him. We saw it obviously happen to Hines, but Korosau, know, this, this can happen time to time for him. He plays less than minutes sometimes, and he doesn't get the big points. So yeah, if you're looking at him for cover, uh, I still think he's playing Origin. so. Don't know why you would've, but if you did, that's that. And then the three guys at the bottom, Tommy Talao, 16. What a great cash cow he's turned out to be. Lost 30K on his starting price. It's been amazing. Him and Ben Medocles my two crappy cheapies. I love Ben, but you lost money this week. You're not the best cash cow in the world. Only 55K now. Come on, Ben. He might be out of my team this week, to be honest with you, or next week. It's gonna happen at some point. Do you even want him as a playing guy in your 13? Or do we just move him on now? Because I, I I don't know how many of Talao, so. It's probably going to be Ben. Anyway, slowly to finish ten for this one. Not a great game, guys. He just tried some funky things at the back end of the first half, and three penalties, two errors, two missed tackles. The one he'll want to forget. And it's very worrying signs for the Dragons, considering they've lost a heap in a row now, and some really close ones at that. So they're kind of in games. So yeah, the, the Roosters game they were in, they played pretty well, but yeah, it shows now that the Roosters aren't playing that great either. So let's go here. Twenty to six, Cowboys over Roosters. And I was. Yeah, excited but annoyed at this Cotter try. It was very easy defense in that one. And Brandon Smith missing a tackle. I was like, ah, not what we needed. But yeah, 70 for Cotter, big minutes in this one. Obviously back to full health after last week and you know either a little bit of niggly or whatever issue he was having. Back to full health and, and did a good job. Will you buy him? I don't think so. You have to wait at least until you find out if he's gonna be playing origin or not. But under a 50 average price, it's great. Billy Smith, 62, welcome back to him. He had a cracking game, 24 tackles, two misses, big run meters, big tackle break numbers, line break, couple of line break assists. So he was good guys and and very happy for him in his first game of the year, which is good. Uh, Do you buy him? Don't think so, but yeah, it is what it is. Angus Crichton, he's down another 38K with his 54, but that obviously levels out his price drops a little bit and his break even, so Still 19 tackles for two misses. Not great. Few offloads, few tackle breaks. Uh, we need to still see him in that 80-minute roll to be a good purchase. But obviously with Egan Butcher going down early, Angus came on and played that one. And, and Egan will be out next week as well with the cat one. So Crichton, watch him. But yeah, they didn't play 13. So definitely he's just a watch at this stage. Let's talk about Robbo. And uh, he's, he's frustrating, isn't he? Nine missed tackles in this one. Thankfully he had the three turnover tackles and an offload and, and ran the footy a bit to get some... Attacking stats with with the tackle breaks and stuff there, but I just want to see him dart over from dummy half, and hopefully this is kind of this kind of spurts them on a little bit. But I don't like. Yes, he was coming in to try and you know, do the bear hug tackle that Cameron Smith was so good at, but Smithy wouldn't wouldn't fall off. He's just getting bumped off a million times and then a few dives around the legs and stuff. Nothing like JDB's dives around the legs, who are who is incredible at that. Ravo, Ravo, Ravo. Another fourteen K down. He's down to a fifty price point there, and. Yeah, it's just frustrating. I still think you're going to need him. Tanner Boyd is clearly the best hooking option, though. Crazy. Tanner Boyd, Grant, ah, Tanner. That just kills me. But the only one that's destroying me all year, like, I, I, even this Heinz trading this week, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But Tanner Boyd, he's a different player, man. It's actually, you can tell it, it gives me the shits. He's a completely different player to what he was in that first month, so. Kudos to those that just kind of held him. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I, I kind of want to get, I want to get rid of Boyd, but I just can't seem to find someone to trade him to at that price and stuff. And and then you've held on. It's been great. Brandon Smith now, 69 minutes. I'm worried about his shoulder or wrist or something. He was kind of holding his shoulder, uh, kind of holding his wrist. So I hope he does play next week. But another 27 gain for him. Caps off uh, you know, about 25 last week and 27 in this one, and that kind of spurt, will spurt on a little bit more of a, a lower break even, which is good. And yeah, hopefully he plays next week because we do have a few out. Like if you look at it, it's Lemuelu, Katoa's, Nikarima's there. Um, and then like Hammer and, and you know, Gilbert, those type of players, if you if you own any of them. We want Tafade coming in, but yeah, he's not gonna play this week. So we have to wait until the next one. It's just a lot going on. We want Brandon Smith. We want Jackson Ford to be able to play to be good for our side. So, but yeah, 52 in this one. Tackled well, 40 tackles, straight misses is massive. Ran the ball a little bit. He wasn't overly exciting. To be honest, a lot of time he does look a bit tired or he just goes ah, oh, he just walks in a dummy half, boom, passes it out. Uh, but this whole team really doesn't look in sync at all, do they? Even like Joey Manu, he's kind of running around like a headless chook a little bit. You yeah, know, Five tackle breaks, he's got turnover tackles, he's got offloads, one to hand, one to ground. M- makes a lot of tackles, misses a lot, penalties, forced dropouts, there's everything going on for Manu at the moment. And uh, yeah, 50 for him, he does make another 22K and still down 65K on his starting price, which is wild. So yeah, Manu. There, everyone kind of has him now, don't they? Surely, if you're in a decent position, you'd hope so. Teddy, another one of those guys, just doesn't look himself, like plenty of run meters, three tackle breaks and one offload. It's just ugh, a couple little kicks, for forced dropouts in a row there. So he just did enough to kind of be okay, but he's only made, he made 3K, He's down 200 for the year. Just this whole team has just been a bit of a shocker, to be honest. They're pretty much all down on their starting price. Like even. The majority of these guys, like even Robbo's down eighty-one on his starting price, which is wild. Like to think how well he started. There was game like he was getting seventy odd, forty odd. He was averaging over sixty, and since then he's down to fifty-four, which is pretty much where Damien Cook is. He's down on his starting price, and then Grant's pretty close to his starting price. Teddy's way down. Drink order's way down. It's been a wild, a wild year, hasn't it? Speaking of drinky, forty-four in this one. Again he actually looks pretty good like he's looking better and better every week the 44 you take the 19k that's fine um, in, a, in a week where you know, Teddy got 45 so if you've got drinky a little bit cheaper who plays you know those first couple of buy rounds that works great um, yeah not really much else to say kicking a fair bit 207 kick meters uh, kick meters there a couple of good runs in one out of his in goal which he got a couple of tackle breaks plus that two points there. Um, and then, you know, two turnover tackles. So there's a lot going on for drinking this one to get to those points, like a lot had to go right, but he did look well with running the ball. Didn't have any tries, didn't have any tries, and he still gets a 44, so you'll take that for sure. Val Holmes, just the goal kicking in this one and running the footy really, two turnover tackles as well. Again, very hard to get points for, for Val at the moment, averaging 42, and he's gonna be a very cheeky one at the back end of the year, so if he's going to be one of those guns to look at, we had Deirdre in there with 37. So with uh, Townsend playing, he wasn't going to be a good option heading into this one. Kyle felt a uh, 23k up in this one, which was good. Really, it's what you want. Over the last bunch of weeks, he continues to make money. He's up about 130 or so in that time. He was down sort of at you know closer to 300, which was wild. So he's done well. 34 in this. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, no tries, so good to hear. If you own him, Jack Josefski, there. He's got another 31K in gains, which is good. And yeah. If you picked him up at the start, you kind of done okay. If you picked him up now, you needed that try because it wasn't looking good. Other than that, and uh, really from there on, it's, it's Barlow. There were twenty-seven. Hasn't been great. Lukey's a big one that as the trade in this week, and God, this game couldn't have turned out any worse for our our players. I had so many players in this game, and just as they're about to run out, it just buckets down. So if you think of all of those outside backs, so we're talking about Manu. We're talking about Teddy there. Like even Robson obviously slipping off heaps of tackles. Like it was just one of those games, unless you were on the right side of it, which a few guys were, a few were. Like I was really happy with my scores in this game. Like to have Smith get 52. Teddy was 45. It's fine, guys. Um, you yeah, know Robbo, the 50 odd. Lukey, I didn't, I brought him in, but I didn't play him. I decided to play Smith given Lukey coming back from injury. Smith would be a little bit safer and that worked out right. And you yeah, know we, we thought he'd probably play around that 60 minutes. He played 54. If you're coming back from a hamstring injury after coming back from an ACL and then it buckets down rain and the field is turned to mud, that is literally the last thing you want. So I have no worries about Lukey. The only worry here is that that break even pops up now and it's gonna take him a little bit longer to make cash, but I still think he'll score well going forward. So if you did trade him in, if you did play him, actually think about this, I think 280 out of the top thousand brought in Harlem Lukey this week. So not a big issue a lot of people thought the same way and he will be if you look at those scores when he gets that 65 70 minutes which he will he'll get back to 60 65 next week you'd say and in know some dry weather footy he'll be able to showcase his his work ethic and he gets way over 100 meters on a usual basis usually he's on the left side so i don't know if, don't know if playing with towns is going to make it any different but you know for missed tackles he did have an error which was a you know not a great one coming into dummy half i believe and and scooping that up and, and dropping it but yeah, you're going to see over hundred meters. You're going to see tackle breaks. You're going to see offloads. You're going to see tries from, from Lukey. And it just wasn't to be in this one, which is completely fine. It's how it goes. But yeah, if you, if you played him, you're upset. Uh, I looped in because was 46. So that worked out for me, which is good. Uh, so East he's 13. So if you don't, I haven't got rid of him yet. I can't believe how bad he's been this year. Absolutely wild that he can be Yeah, much to rugby, but is literally non-existent on the park. Like, did you guys see him? Nope, I didn't. All right, good news. I have the highest score in this game. Dylan Brown, Dylan Brown. The namesake, absolutely killing it and carving up. And look, there's some luck involved here. Two week, what? Just as I started to pick him up, coach goes to him, look, and they have a bit of a chat and go, look, you haven't been playing very well, basically. You need to run the footy and you need to get involved more. And is he running the footy? Hell freaking yes. He's been Incredible. Uh, across the uh, across the last couple of games, 76 and 75, so yeah, 76, 76 and 75 the last two weeks has been absolutely delightful. You can't hope for anything more with him and running at 238 meters and that try assist he put on at the end, they didn't even touch him, so they didn't even get a tackle break from it, which is absolutely wild. The other luckiness in there is obviously Moses going down with the cat one. That means Brown will run the show next week and like it just kind of as, this is one where you go, I've got really lucky, you yeah? know, Trading in Brown, was it a bit early? Yes, so like 100%, I got a 47, a 46 and a 41 or something like that in those two weeks. And then I went, he got 76, 75. And over that time, he's now averaging you know, high 50s, which is amazing, exactly what we want. And the you know, last two weeks, making a good bit of cash. And 46 this week, up up to a price of, uh, you know, pretty much where he's averaging now and a really low break even again next week. So people are gonna look to him. I think he'll be able to score at least a 50 plus next week, just in base. And, you yeah, potentially have some attacking stats on that. He obviously plays around 13, 16, 19. Moses, for one, if you have him, you have to hold. It's very upsetting, but you have to hold and just cop it because he's going to be so important in round 13. And those that are, are potentially looking to pick him up, round 13 is going to be an interesting... Sorry, round tw- round 13 should be okay. His uh, break-even should level out a little bit. Round 12 is going to be an interesting one to pick him up. But yeah, Brownie being absolutely dominant. Talk about dominance, Dave Vidas, 71 in this one again. An offload, try assist line break yeah, assist. Four offload, six tackle breaks, 26 tackles for two misses, 147 meters. Doing it each and every week and he's been incredible. And yeah, especially for the head-to-head guys, I was like he's a must-have. Get him in your side and I hope you did because he continues to deliver up 118K this year. Hopefully, I ha- uh, thankfully I have him in super coach, that's for sure. Big Tino, we had 71 from him. So some good scout, good output in this one. Still averaging 50 for the year's has been pretty poor on that side of the ball. Talk about people who are absolutely dominating this game. Ryan Madison, wow. 250 meters in this one in 52 minutes. Every time he ran the footy, let me know what you guys think of this. They gave him so much room to move. Him, Hopgood, Barlow there. They seem to just give him yeah, the 10 meters to run. Then he would hit the defense at speed and with momentum, and they'd, he'd carry him another five to 10 every time, it was absolutely wild what was happening here but he was dominant, four tackle breaks, two offloads in this one, and yeah, just six in negatives, which was amazing, so he obviously copped it last week without him, uh, a big break even, and he hit it, uh, which worked out great, 790k, if he doesn't make origin he's pretty close to a must have him, Hopgood, either one. Madison obviously is a bit more expensive but he's not too much more expensive and Hopgood has the jewel, which is helpful. All right, Tanner, just incredible. That's all I can say for him. 27 points in kick meters, 21 with the miss uh, in, in total there. So 48 in base goals. They end up giving him that try assist He literally just passed it to Foran, who then ran five meters at the line. There was no assist in there, and then stepped back inside and went through. I'm like, you can't give that a try assist But of course, the only person that updates after updates this week is Tanner Boyd. So, ugh, yuck. Anyway, just wanted to shout out to the Stats guys this week. I think they did a great job. They have been pretty average the last few, and this week, tip top. All the updates were in straight away, except for Tanner. But uh, yeah, overall, I think we, no one, nothing was really missed. Did a really good job with that. So well done. Like Robson got updated. There was a third turnover tackle, which I said, oh, yeah, he hasn't, that. they didn't give. They gave the others straight away, and this one they didn't, and then they got, got it in updates, which was awesome. So yeah, well done to those guys. Someone I want to shout out is actually Jojo Fafita. He's been awesome guys, 54 in this one here. And you notice actually when he plays center, he's very, very good. He's got about a 40 average in, the, in that center position. And, and you look at the last few games, he's gone 50, a couple of fifties in a row. And when he plays on the wing, he scores really low, but he loves to tackle. So 27 tackles, one miss. He was great on, on that front and one try save. But if are going get 54 in base only, is absolutely wild. So yeah, negatives are very low for him. He's obviously a weird price and plays. You know, doesn't play around 13, but he's someone to look at because he'll be dual position eventually. And then you know, maybe it's around 14 pick or around 17 pick. I think he might just be a bit too expensive. So that's that there. Fodder Waker, 52 for him, 56 minutes, a little bit lower on that front, but scored really great still. He's priced according to that now. So he has to outdo that and get 60s again for him to be really good for your side. Hopgood now levels out. So he gains 15K but he's now priced according to that score here. So he's leveled out basically. And yeah, in this one, 100 meters gain, two offloads, two tackle breaks, and one to ground there, 33 tackles. He's kind of solid, obviously. Uh, Six in negatives are a little bit low for him. The minutes of 58, I think it's gonna be pretty stock standard going forward. Seemed like they were pretty happy with Davies' output and he did perform. So I, I see Madison playing those similar minutes, maybe a little bit more. Considering he had the flu last week, so maybe up he's closer to 60. Hopgood, no extra on that fifty-eight. And actually, let's shout out to to Cartwright as well. He got a what thirty-nine? Thirty-nine in this one, but for him to resurrect his career like this, he's had a, a cracking season and he looked great through the middle, played a little bit of edge in this one, offloaded well, ran the footy great, hundred and twenty eight run meters. He's been really valuable to this side and Yes, they're, they're kind of up and down with their win-loss tally, but I think Cartwright's been great, and a good shout-out to him for, for doing awesome work there. But Davey, play, mixing him and mixing Cartwright, I think they both did awesome. They still weren't able to win this game, which is absolutely crazy how they... How they lost this one. Obviously, a couple of tries got scored when, when Gutho was off uh, with that Sinbin at the start, which was a clear Sinbin. That, that was a bad play. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was that with that one. Uh, Sami just to, con- continues to do his crab runs. you got Cambrera, 45. So he's up another 21K. He needed a good score like that to, to get that up. But he did have a length of the field try. So that was close to 20 points just in that alone, which means he would have got a 20-odd if that did not happen. So there you go. Uh, Randall's starting to make a little bit of money now, but not an option. Panasini, 43. He's kind of scoring about where he should be, you know, where he's priced at, guys. So did have a line break in this one. Good tackle numbers again. Obviously needs to score tries and stuff to, to dominate, which didn't happen. Uh, Gutho scored a couple of good ones there, 40 points for him. Campbell, 39. Uh, in this game, probably expected somewhere around that 40, which is pretty fair, but he's electric. Hey? Getting out of getting out of the in goal twice there, six kick defusal, so he's always everywhere. One try saver, only three tackle breaks, 140 meters. Not great. You want that to be up for him to be doing well. Shout out to Foran for the double try. Should have been a triple, but Campero wanted to get fancy. I uh, think he didn't, <laughs> Foran's like, he didn't trust me. Even though there was nobody around, he didn't trust me getting into the in goal 25 meters out. But yeah. Uh, Junior, Junior there had 35 points in 51 minutes. So that's you know, a fair minute split for him. For those thinking about Sean Lane, it's just one you don't really want to look at, I think. He had one decent score and it was kind of a game where they went left all the time. And everyone was like, oh, cool, he's back. But he has not looked anything like what he looked like last year. So for me with Lane, until he looks anything remotely similar to last year with that, Laney can't be picked. And with Brown running the footy a little bit more, that means Lane gets a little bit less pellet. And his 172 run meters there is good but tackles are down, there's no tackle breaks, there's an offload to, to floor. It's not really great for him. So yeah, he's gonna be a mid-range guy soon and that will be when he's kind of you know, ready to be slu- uh, to, to be picked up, that's for sure. So Moses kind of spoke about him, guys. You need to hold him. Thankfully, you know, it was obviously 20 He wasn't gonna score well anyway, but that kind of just rubbed salt into the wounds for those that captained him or for those that uh, you yeah, brought him in last week. Or you know, thankfully, if you've had him for a while, you picked up those good scores in there. Uh, but yeah, just a you know, salt in the wounds for for a cat one and, and out next week uh, against the Raiders too, which will be a fun contest. So yeah, that's it for Moses. Just wasn't really himself in this one. Run meters were okay. No tackle breaks, no offloads, no try assists and the like. So yeah, that's that. Uh, Greg, so does got 20K, but he is almost done for money-making unless he picks up a 35 or 40 next week. But these minutes, they're going to be stock standard for him. He came in two stints, like what, 17, 18, 19 minutes in that first one. And then Madison came on and then a short one for the second Sint. And, you know, 22 points about what you would have expected for him. That last, as I said, the Hopgood, the Greg, you know, those guys just absolutely dominated that game before last because of Madison being out, because of RCG being out. But Maddo just does so much work that it does take away from others. It takes away from Hopgood. It takes away from Greg. It takes away from Barlow there as well. So... All those guys you need to think about. Greg, hopefully for you guys, he does make some more money, but I don't think, and if you had to play him, it's a bit sad, uh, but you not someone I think that's going to continue to do amazing things. Hodgson, he's almost cash cow territory, guys. Surrendering 2K, another 19. How can he get 19 in 55 minutes each and every week as a hooker? It's just wild. So yeah, neg 10 in this one, not great. Makotoa Haas, Dunster, yeah, 15 for him. And Brandon Hand's eight, so he's losing money now, which is an absolute shocker. So. Yeah, for those that thought he was gonna be okay, his PPM was always terrible. He got 32 and 80 minutes, ugh, uh, without really much happening, like hardly around the footy or anything like that. So Hansi, not the great pickup, and yeah, I don't know, do you hold him now, considering he's gonna get like a 10 or 15, max in, uh, yeah, likely 10 to 20, maybe, in round 13. Up to you on that one. He obviously covers a couple of positions, which can be helpful, but yeah, not great. Most likely, in hooker, you're gonna have a Robson, or something like that, or JMK, and then the half position, you're going to have mixture of the Browns and Moses, the Johnsons, Katoas, Nicarimas, all that. So you probably don't even play him in round 13 anyway. So just a bit of annoying one now that he's actually going to lose cash, especially over the next few weeks. He can't. He's going to have to get 30s and stuff for him to be worthy of keeping in your squad. And I just it's hard to trade him out to a 270-odd. But Valen- uh, Valence Tafade will be a good option next week, but obviously, unfortunately coming into round 11, it's not going to be perfect, but yeah, that's that, guys. We're going to head into our round results video later today as well. It was great until that silly update, extra seven points for Boyd, but it is what it is. It actually helps out the people squad, though, who hit over a 1,000. So there's a cheeky one, but yeah, come come for that video. Can't wait for you guys to see it, and I hope you guys had a cracking magic round. For those that went, it looked amazing. I'm going next year 100%, so make sure you guys join me, and have a cracking week, guys.